she quite frankly uh, dropped the ball uh, in Thunder Bay and didn't protect her own riding uh, where Bombardier is located. Well, that kind of sounds true. That's Vic Fidelli uh, pointing the finger of blame at uh, Liberal MP Patty Haydu, who is uh, pointing the finger of blame at Doug Ford about, you know, Bombardier. I don't know how she didn't know nothing was going on or not wrong or not right. Like, how, how do you not know this thing's in your riding? But as you can see, Bombardier is very political. And so, you know, I'm not sure how anyone can blame Doug Ford for that, because this is a company that has been handed $4 billion, $4 billion in corporate uh, handouts since 1966. They can't survive without it. They can't survive without taxpayer money. They're addicted to it. And so Bombardier says, you know, well, this is happening because the contract for the Toronto streetcars is ending. We don't got nothing else to line up. And I get it. They get government contracts. Okay. But you don't do them well. You're late with everything. And the costs overrun. And the taxpayers keep getting screwed. We get nothing on a return for investment. So I don't blame. Why would you get a contract? And why shouldn't we be shopping elsewhere? I get that we want Canadian jobs and have these things made in Canada, but if the Canadian company can't do it, what's the point of throwing good money after bad? That's all I'm asking. Let's bring uh, Catherine Swift into this conversation, former CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent, as well as the current spokesperson over at Working Canadians. Hello there. Hi, Alex. Well, it's an interesting scenario. We've got the federal government and the provincial government pointing a finger of blame, and then you've got uh, Bombardier once again with their bowl up in the air saying, more, we just want more. Yeah, it's, it's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> uh, it, it is unbelievable. I heard your intro about the many billions that Bombardier has received over the years. And often, it's quite interesting, often when they get a big whack of taxpayer money, that suddenly the executives get massive bonuses. <laughs> in this particular industry, I, I'm never a fan of corporate welfare, as you know, but in this industry, every single government in the world is into it, is subsidizing it. So perhaps you could say, okay, in this case, we might be able to you know, make, a, make a good example here for some government money. But why are there not way more requirements made of these companies? And as far as, I mean, the political, as we know, we're in the federal election period right now. Anything going on that, they, that the federal liberals can pin on Ford, because they've decided that Ford is going to be their stalking horse for the, for the federal conservatives, uh, you know, they're going to pin whatever they can on him. But really, it's the total mismanagement of Bombardier themselves over years and years. In, it just in the last year or so, they could have had uh, a contract um, that was via rail of a billion dollars, which, which ended up going to Siemens because yeah. of their bad record of being way late with deliveries and, and often not the quality product that people expect. That would have been jobs in Thunder Bay. New York City banned Bombardier some time ago from bidding on these projects because they were so fed up with their bad record. So, yeah, of course there's going to be politics involved here. That's a given. But really, when you get down to the nub of the cause of the problem here, it's Bombardier's own internal bad management. And, of course, as long as we continue to throw taxpayer dollars, we're enabling that bad management. Right. But why has there never been any kind of condition put on, uh, you know, ever in the past? Because it's not like a, it's not just in the last couple of years that this company has uh, dropped the ball. This has been going on for decades where they're either over budget, they don't get their job done, and yet they get, they have friends in high places and they keep getting, uh, you know, these big bailouts. Yeah, they do. And to be fair, it's not just 
one political no, party either. No. It, it has been under a number of, you know, and under conservatives as well. As and all levels of government, too. Yeah. But but it's, it's the Quebec factor. Let's not fool ourselves here. You know, lots of votes to be had in Quebec. Quebec companies tend to get priority often over others in the country, and this is yet another example of this. But in the case of the Liberals, it is true that even though, yes, conservative governments have, you know, have, have granted money to Bombardier, the brunt of it, the lion's share, has been under Liberals, and there are long-standing uh, connections between the families behind Bombardier and liberals. The Laurentian elite. Uh, exactly. but, but, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and you will recall this, uh, Justin Trudeau stood in his Montreal riding of Papineau and uh, handed over a $1.3 billion check of federal money uh, for another metro project that is about as far along as Doug Ford's, you know, Ontario line in the proposed $28 billion uh, transit project that the Ford government wants to do. But, you know, they can just as easily do that kind of announcement in Ontario but it plays much better to make that kind of funding announcement in Trudeau's own backyard. Um, and the bottom line is they are very much playing politics with this issue and with uh, big infrastructure spending uh, to gain political votes. Yeah, and, and with people's lives in Thunder Bay. Let's not fool ourselves. This is no joke to 550 no. you know, families in Thunder Bay, and these are good jobs. Uh, so, yes, you're absolutely right. They're playing politics, and it does seem from what we've seen the last few weeks or so, uh, that the, the, the federal liberals have decided that if they decide, you know, if, if they uh, insult Ford and they link Ford as closely as they can with Andrew Scheer, that is going to be a winner for them. So this is just another, uh, just another iteration of that. I did notice, though, in some of the coverage as well, Trump is getting blamed. Yeah. Well. So I think it's all, so the liberals are trying to sort of pick on whatever conservative, you know, they can pick on that they think will look, make Andrew, Andrew Scheer look bad federally. And yeah, this, it's, the sad thing is people's lives are in the balance, you know, people's livelihoods are in the balance here. So it's really no, no, you know, no joke that politics is being played here to all those people. For sure. And Jerry Dias was on with uh, John Oakley just a little while ago, and he didn't really blame either or. He just seemed to think that neither knows what the other's doing. Take a listen to what, oh, do we not have that? We don't have it yet. All right, but Jerry Dias basically said, you know, uh, let's not point the finger because he had he has been speaking with the province for for. Uh, two or three months, he thought things were getting moving, and he kind of thought every player had their their hand on the go and ready to go. But again, uh, the feds are doing their own thing, the province is doing their own thing, and people are losing their jobs. But the bottom line is, when I wake up and I hear already governments fighting over, well, we'll give them the money, uh, you know, we'll take care of this. I don't want them to give Bombardier money. I just don't exactly. want to keep throwing away good money unless there's a plan. And if there's not some type of undertakings that it's either going to be paid back, certain you know, deadlines, certain goalposts are going to be met before we write off another big pile of cash. And like I say, in some industries, the sad reality is governments are very involved, and this is one of them. Transit, obviously, lots of government money involved there. But yes, it should be tied very closely with, with quite tangible penalties if the goals aren't met. It should be t- tied to goals, and, and, it, and often, all too often, that simply doesn't happen, and certainly has never happened with Bombardier. But, but the thing that really is irksome, though, is, this, you know, you mentioned that Montreal uh, in the transit project, where suddenly money seemed to appear out of nowhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> magically, where the same, let's not fool ourselves, the same could easily happen in Ontario to approve some of these Well, it could projects. be under a different government, but, but again, the, the 
Ford government announced a $28 billion transit plan that didn't have anything to do with the Trudeau Liberals or the win, you know, the past win Liberals. So for politically for the feds to jump in and, and build that and make the money available doesn't make sense for them because, as you know, rallying against them. But yeah, it, the bottom line is the taxpayers are not being served. And I think there's going to be a lot of blowback if, if they just simply bail out this company again. Yeah, well, I, I would hope so. Uh, and yet we do have a fairly healthy tradition of corporate welfare in Canada, so I guess we tolerate it to a certain point. But once again, when we see the examples like the Bombardiers, and hey, the whole SNC-Lavalin mm-hmm. case was, was mm-hmm. had a lot of comparable uh, uh, elements to it as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very unfortunate thing. But the, and, and, and again, election politics, federal election politics are driving so much of this. But the sad reality is that people's real lives, you know, day-to-day livelihoods, are at stake here, and that's when you'd really hate to see the politics played. 100%. Well, Catherine, we will watch for the fallout and see where this takes us. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. That's Catherine Siff, former uh, CEO over at the uh, Canadian Federation of Independent Business and a regular voice here on Global News Radio. And, uh, you know, bottom line is there are 550 people, and there'll be spin-off job loss from that of suppliers, managers, all sorts of stuff. So I feel for that community. But again, they got a plan and they've had time to plan. They can't do it. They're not equipped to run the company properly.